Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Yow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals. And let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of SoCal Sweat. You know, I personally feel like I'd like to be a kid forever. I know our ages, but I feel like such a child at heart in so many ways. Obviously, we get our bills paid, we have careers, but I don't ever really want to grow old, and I don't think anyone else should. And I do believe that physical activity and mental capacity of thinking young and not thinking old is really the key to longevity. Just a couple quotes. How about Bob Dylan, forever young? Or Eric Church, stay young and wild as long as you can. And don't worry about getting old. Worry about thinking old. Well, in today's episode, I interview Alandis Miller, who owns Kicking It Sports in Atlanta. And it's all about staying young where adults can be kids forever and kids can be themselves. It was founded in Atlanta in 2017 to promote social interaction and physical activity in the Atlanta area. They are built on transforming people's moods by allowing them to engage in friendly competition with old friends and new ones. Their goal is for each player to experience the feeling of youth by recreating the joy of playing games with friends and family. What if you played in high school? What if you played in college? Should you be done? No. And Alanis Miller thinks you should be able to do that forever in community groups, friends, camps. His main sport is ultimate frisbee, but there are so many other things as well as touch football and other games. And I've tried to convince him to have dodgeball, but that has been, it is deemed as too dangerous. So they took that out. But kicking at sports in Atlanta, Georgia has a grand event coming up on June 19th to promote the community and to promote physical activity and health and wellness and get everybody out and about again because social interaction, especially with sports, just creates such a better mental wellness and health for everybody, especially in corporate America. People are returning to the offices and sometimes it's great to have icebreakers. So Alondis also throws events with corporate America and is very successful at that. So at Kicking It Sports, They enjoy food, friends, and fun. And just to quote one testimony, Alana Jackson says, they call me Randy Moss on the ultimate frisbee field. Or Peyton Manning has nothing on my frisbee throwing. That's by James Rameth of Atlanta, Georgia. So I can't wait to introduce to you Alandis Miller, who comes from a Fortune 500 background, still works in it, but also has Kicking It Sports in Atlanta, Georgia. And here he is. Well, hello, Alandis in Atlanta. How are yes. you today? I am doing well. Today is not as hot. It's a little rainy, but yeah. doing a great, still a great day here in Atlanta. And thank you, Anne, for having me on. Super excited to be on the show. Absolutely. We are so excited to have you. And I love your concept. So you have Kicking It Sports. And before we get into it, 
tell us, I mean, I, I looked at the website. It's all about an adult playground where adults can be kids again. And I've seen, I've been familiar with rock band camps where adults can go in and learn how to be rock stars. But mm -hmm. this is just so much better because it involves physical activity, which is so great for your emotional health and everything like mm -hmm. that. And who wants to grow up? Why do we exactly. feel like once we become an adult, we have to like get old? I mean, <laughs> you certainly didn't. And now you started this program. So what inspired you? How is it? What was your upbringing in sports to sort of um, uh, kick this into play, if you will? Yeah, so I started playing sports at the age of four years old. Um, so there's a local park here called Redan Park. And I've been playing there and other various parks while I was growing up since the age of four. So I always play like baseball, um, basketball, and football. So, um, you know, the American pastimes, those um, top three sports of Americans. So I um, started off playing those games and I always had a great time playing, um, met a lot of great friends, um, learned the, the importance of teamwork was able to, you know, be in shape and have that physical um, side of me. I know as a kid, I always had so much energy. Uh, so my parents decided to put me in something, um, you know, something that is, keeps me going and keeps me kind of drain some energy throughout the youth. So then I stopped playing around at the age of 13. And then I got to college and I learned that I wasn't playing really at all. So um, to keep um, that like excitement, the same feelings that I had, like meeting new people and, uh, playing different various sports. I had joined IM Sports, and um, that kind of kept me still going with the physical activity side. And then fast forward to after college, I literally did not do anything. I was just going to work, coming home, going to sleep, and I did not have any type of like physical activity. I wasn't meeting new people. I kind of hit that stagnation point um, after college. And so I decided to join a sports league and then I saw a couple of things, um, issues with that. So I decided that those issues would be like, um, sometimes I may be out of town. Um, sometimes I couldn't make all of the games for some various reasons. Um, pe other people couldn't like bring or invite their friends. It's kind of like a closed circuit of individuals who signed up. So um, after playing those games and like basically using my love for like um, playing sports, bringing people together, I decided to start kicking the sports. And now it's just uh, basically a pickup game style event. Um, we have food, music, um, drinks, water, Gatorades, things like that. And then we just get together at a local park in Atlanta, Georgia, have people sign up through Eventbrite. And then we just get together and play our main game is kickball. We played uh, Ultimate Frisbee. We played touch football. We played basketball. There's a basketball court out there. So the whole point is just getting people together um, to promote physical social activity while also um promoting just having a great time and getting out there and meeting new people so that's fantastic do you ever I, I did see on the website that there were kids so you also bring on children do you have yes. two separate groups like one would be for adults one would be for children or do you, is it kind of a, a family affair if you will for everybody yeah it's a family affair for everybody so yeah some of our players our older players have kids that are like maybe 12 years old um, so they just come out there, they pitch the ball, they kick the ball. So it's a bit, it's, de it's definitely a family oriented event. Um, so we do say that kids can come out there, 
Um, if you have kids, you have you're able to bring them out to have fun. They have their own little thing going on after the game. So usually we usually stop for a break, but they always have so much energy that they keep going. So um, it's always fun to see them like having a great time as well. So it's kind of event for everybody. Our yeah. main target is definitely adults, but because it's like a family oriented type feeling type vibe, we do welcome kids to come as well. That's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. During the pandemic, did you have to shut down completely? Because that was the time where people needed to be outside and needed to, but you know, there were obviously rules. Did you have little, little distanced groups or did you bring anybody in during that time? Yeah, we basically did shut down completely during COVID, unfortunately. We tried to do one event in October um, here in Atlanta. A lot of things were open um, after like July 4th weekend of 2020. Um, so we did try to do one event in October, but unfortunately it didn't get rained out. But we still was able to get a few people together to do some of our smaller activities, which was still fun. Um, but now here in 2021, we're getting back to rev it up. Um, we have a few events slated for us of this year. Um, so it's just starting to get everything back together, trying to get back out there, promote our events, look for new partners within our community to work together, to uh, bring people together and things like that. So it is definitely getting back to um, our 2019 years. So that's kind of like where we hit a good number of people, um, had a lot of people come out. We had our everything set up pretty smoothly. So we're trying to get back to that moment right there. That's wonderful. And I think your business is just so important. I just mm-hmm. saw in the news this morning that there's a big controversy as far as who wants to go back to work, who doesn't. And yeah. I think it was one guy, one president from JP Morgan Chase is like, I'm not doing these Zoom meetings anymore. And then <laughs> one company is like, no, we need to have the Taco Tuesdays for team building. And yep. work. we need to have the whiteboard. The Zoom doesn't do it. So I just, and, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm interviewing you this morning because that's the exact type of thing that corporations probably need. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel like there should be some flexibility, especially with millennials. They mm-hmm. just don't want to. And, and people closer to our age, I mean, it just makes more sense to work from home. And unless, I mean, for flexibility and having a life, exactly. having a, a full balanced life. And I think mm-hmm. that the older generation feels like, well, if we're not seeing you, you know, yeah. then you're not doing a good job. But I, you work, you work in corporate America. I mm-hmm. used to work in corporate America. I would get more done when I was on the road because I was like the social that people would always come to my office and talk. Yep. And it's like, and then I was like, I wanted to talk to them. Like I couldn't shut it down. So I feel like your company would be really great as far as the gray areas of sort of getting back in. Have you approached certain companies and or the Fortune 500 companies that you consult with on your own? Yeah, that was actually our plan in uh, 2019 was to, you know, get some corporations to do some events and locally here in Atlanta. So looking for um, some great companies to work for, like top 100 places to work um, those type of companies who kind of have some type of like wellness and health program who um, is invested into the well-being of their uh, employees. So we definitely look into that. We have a list already um, that we wanted to reach out to people in various um, in our southeast region. So I have that. I just actually looked at the list yesterday. So I kind of glanced at it. So we do have um, those plans to reach out to those organizations and to see if we can have like how you mentioned like a Taco Tuesday, but like a kicking and sports event for the employees because some employees are opting to still stay working from home. Um, I know at my company we do have a choice to still come back or to stay. I feel like a lot of individuals who have like kids and things like that who have a higher rate of catching COVID who aren't vaccinated yet um, are still opting to stay at working from home but I know it's very it's very important to have like, kind of have that community within work so we're looking to um, figure out ways that we can 
bringing those individuals together for at least maybe once or twice a year so they can still kind of um, have that physical activity, have that social activity, be able to um, interact with their customers and their employees and have a great time. So looking for a lot of ways to have some uh, friendly competition within their, uh, within their workplace environment. So that is definitely our upcoming plan. So right now we're um, consumer oriented, we're looking to go to B2B um, in the near future. I think that's fantastic. Um, I think it would be a great idea to not only hit the wellness programs within the corporations, but mm-hmm. also human resources, because human resources, I'm sure, I'm sure they're being bombarded with every complaint on all sides. Yeah. And what about like, I mean, Atlanta has some huge companies. I mean, Coca-Cola, I'm yep. sure they have a program. And what, mm-hmm. which airline do you guys have? Delta. Delta, Delta is yeah. based out of here. Yep. Yeah. Um, Chick-fil-A was founded in Atlanta. Sure. Um, we have a lot of big, uh, those Fortune 500 companies here um, in Atlanta. So a lot of those pr- companies do have those wellness and health programs. So I'm looking to find some individuals within those companies to work with. And then maybe doing like team by team base or having like a, a whole entire event from with their clients, some even maybe some competitors, like a friendly competition between competitors may be interesting. So looking to start off with companies who already have um, those programs. I know, like, for example, I play in various leagues. So Home Depot has like an actual team that they have. And they're also based here in Atlanta. And um, they have like a league that they use um, in North Atlanta, Georgia. So maybe reach out to those type of companies who already have some type of sports leagues, who also have a um, health and wellness program, and then work with those companies to create an entire big event so everyone can have a great time. I think that's great. And I, I also feel as if you could team with certain doctors, because as we know, and I hate to say this, and it's kind of controversial, but COVID really hit a lot of the overweight and diabetes too, people that are lethargic and have a high BMI. And a program like yours really jump starts and kick starts this 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 health. And I think that mm-hmm. you know, I feel like medical insurance would go down with some of these companies. There'd be built-in incentives. So that yep. might be another area to so hit the medical realm with the companies to give them incentive to to get better and and you just get out there and get in shape. Yeah, I haven't really thought about partnering with like doctors or like local um, health associates or health members so i think that's actually a pretty good idea to uh, reach out to those individuals have like that um informative part of it as well so maybe have someone come out and talk about the importance of like working out and um training i know i think they say you want to train about 45 minutes a day um for like five days a week or like hour and a half um for two or three days so i think that's the the normal amount of exercise you should get on a weekly basis i know personally i try to hit that i went to the gym the last couple of days so but i know everyone doesn't hit those milestones with like um different responsibilities like kids and yeah. having to do other things like that so i think that's actually a pretty great idea to reach out to those health associates who not only that but um Alanis, the the public health associations like mm-hmm. the public health office, because they are in charge of also like the inner city programs where mm-hmm. nutrition is really affected because of food deserts and things like that. So yeah. that might be a really good one to do also. And, but you're right. It should be 45 minutes, but they've even tapered it down lower. Um, as an athletic person myself, I always sort of talk about this with people. And mm-hmm. I always tell people, if you're really lethargic and you're just kind of sitting on the couch, just walk 10 minutes after each meal, that would be 30 minutes a day. Get on yeah. walk for 10 minutes and then it just, you can build up and you feel better that way. So mm-hmm. you could just have simply 
people walking around the park uh, doing laps and getting rewards for the laps or something like that. And yes. maybe Chick-fil-A could give out, you know, $10 gift certificates or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think the sky's a limit for you. And I think you're, I think you were ahead of your time when figuring out this kicking it sports um, okay, program. Yeah. yeah, I think it's definitely needed due to um, everyone being working from home. So, and a lot of people have gotten to the, uh, sitting down at work and sitting at the computer, not doing much movement. And a lot of people haven't even traveled or like did anything outside because of COVID and the um, the restrictions and things like that, especially in like New York and California and those like bigger city hubs. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely it is good time, I think, for us to be in business to start um, hitting the pedal going and running towards um, our milestones and our goals of hosting those uh, corporate events. So we're definitely looking to get those going hopefully by the end of this year or even the beginning of next year. So that is definitely our plan. How do you have time? Because you work, you work in the Fortune 500 arena mm-hmm. and do you have like a recruiting team or do you have someone to go out and do sales for you and pitch? Yeah, so I started doing that. So when I first um, thought of the idea um, back in 2019, I had hired a couple of freelancers. Um, so that's kind of like how I get most of my things done is that I hire freelancers to help me out with um, the various um functions of the business as well as um, a partner with a, a event planner for the actual events. Um, so I have different people helping me out. I can't do it all by myself. I learned that back in 2017 when I first started the business. Um, <laughs> so I learned that the hard way trying to like do every single thing. Um, so now I just focus on figuring out what I can streamline, what are my like biggest weaknesses and then look for ways to compensate for that by hiring other, other individuals. That's great. It's very hard to delegate. I myself yes. do you usually hire through Fiverr or any of the sort of freelance websites. How do you go about uh, hiring people for that? Yes, yeah, so I use Upwork has been like my main one. And I started using guru.com. So those two are the platforms I have experience with. Um, so I've been hiring like freelancers probably since 2017. Um, so I've had good experiences, bad experiences, kind of just depends on who it is and like what you need done. So I've started to learn how to kind of um, filter the great freelancers from the not so great freelancers. So yeah. I think it's just a learning experience and being able to kind of look for those signs of who's really excited about the work and who's going to kind of help me take the business to the next level. Yeah, you can't really develop passion. You can develop smarts, but... Yeah. They, want, they need to, they need to speak well of your business. They need to go in there and be excited. And yep. I also think a, a possible partnership. I'm a former NFL cheerleader mm-hmm. and I'm very involved with the NFL alumni. And I feel like as if you could hit the Falcons, um, the Hawks, yep. maybe the hockey teams, just any af- athletes. And even if one would, a couple would cut, even the cheerleaders, because you, you utilize the cheerleaders because that is the PR for the team. We yep. did that. We did that kind of thing all the time. I mean, just Alanis, one example could be, you could bring out a couple, you know, Falcons cheerleaders to lead the stretches because you had just mentioned the lethargy of sitting, sitting at home on a computer or in the office on the computer. I mean, we're developing what's called a horn on the back of our necks because we're always hunched over. And yeah. so our spine is actually getting crooked and in a horn, like in the back. And mm-hmm. I always notice when I, when I text, I'm trying to bring my phone up because I'm always looking down. And even that alone, bringing out people that could do massages. And even if people don't want to come out and work out, there could be some massage tables and people leading stretches as as far as, you know, what to do at home. If you're working from home, maybe every 30 minutes, these are some stretches you can do educational purposes. Yeah, exactly. That's a pretty good idea. I haven't thought about the the cheerleaders, I think. 
um that's a pretty good idea so i'm gonna have to tap into your um network and to see yeah um, if you have any contacts here down south absolutely um, my, one of my friends played for played for the falcons for a long time that was derek rackley um okay. i we could we could reach out to him and see what we could do um he and i are, used to be really good friends from college um i also feel as if i was very interested in the fact that you have a grill and I know that you're at a park. Is this something that you rent out or is it part of the park that has a grill area? Yeah, so the park does have a grill area, but we usually bring our own. So um, we like to- Like a um, public cook. style. Yeah, we like to kind of get people to bring food and also okay. we get cook our own like different types of meats with like chicken, hot dogs and burgers. Um, okay. Trying to have it too heavy because you know, people are out playing. We don't want any stomach aches going on so we yeah. kind of keep everything alive we also have fruit and um, some salads so this type of food we kind of uh promote while we having our events so um we try to keep it light try to help people feed individuals because of course people get hungry they build up an appetite after playing for about two to four hours so um, we try to provide that service as well that's good and food is not only camaraderie but i feel like you have a gold mine there as well because you could also bring in, you know, especially with doctors and nutritionists, mm -hmm. you would have an inner city kids program, like a camp. And yep. then you could kind of, we could, you know, you could bring nutritionists in and people, even from local restaurants, even Chick-fil-A, because they do a ton of charity work, mm -hmm. um, to teach people how to eat properly, just like little tips on nutrition. And mm -hmm. also for mothers and fathers, how, yep. to, how to properly save. So you, you could, you know, bring the parents in to get educated and then do something with the kids. So it would be a full family affair. Again, I think kicking at sports is a very important, you know, you started with this kind of a fun time, but yep. you've turned into a very important business and you yes. couldn't be more important after this pandemic. Exactly. I, I yeah. yeah, I think we're, there's, like you said earlier, the sky is literally the limit. There's so many different ways that we can um, take the business. So especially trying to figure out uh, what steps we want to take and like where do we see the business going in the near uh, five to ten years and then maybe even after that so um, there's a lot of different things different ways that we can take it and nutrition and like health and physical activity are like the foundation of those other business so uh, we do want to keep that as one of the most important things outside of just having fun so the whole purpose is because i know i was um like an athlete growing up so being able to play those activities and having those bring people together but also we want to keep people as healthy as possible especially um after covid i know a lot of people like for instance gain weight um there was eating as healthy because it was um purchasing like fast food kind of ordering like uber eats i know um uber eats and those type of delivery services uh revenues kind of skyrocketed due to covid um so i know a lot of friends who've been ordering out and not eating as healthy as they used to um before the pandemic so we definitely want to keep that going afterwards right i i in fact um i live in a, a big big gated building and uh -huh. i had had a amazon prime package stolen because they they oh, dropped wow. it off at like 12 12 midnight or something and they dropped mm -hmm. it off in the lobby and i went down to get it like 10 minutes later and the package was gone so wow. i had um my the security looked through the cameras and i wasn't sure what time it was stolen i shouldn't have said that part but we mm -hmm. watched there was in total of like 300 deliveries. I mean, wow. we, were, we were dying laughing and then we had it on fast forward. And it was uh -huh. like, I mean, it was just, <laughs> just People buying stuff everything. A lot of exactly. It was, <laughs> you couldn't even get in the driveway because of all the drivers that were delivering. And the, in a good way, we were, there was a lot of people being employed from, for mm -hmm. our building alone. However, yep. um, you're right. It was a lot of that kind of thing. But when you say health, I also think, Alanis, that 
your the mental health aspect of what you do is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. And I I noticed even myself, I'm extremely extroverted, but I'd also shattered my leg and my arm right before the pandemic. So I was oh, wow. down and out and down and out. So I was in the hospital. <laughs> I couldn't even move. So I became an I am a positive and cheerful person, but I became very depressed. It was mostly mm-hmm. due to the fact that I couldn't work out or anything. And that doesn't bode well for people that are athletic. And yeah. that was always my, if I would be stressed that I would go for a run or I would box or I would like do CrossFit that helped mm-hmm. me, but I couldn't do that. So, um, it is just, I realized how important physical activity is for myself and yes. versus other people. So mm-hmm. I think that like, tell me maybe some examples of what you've seen in adults getting, you know, attending kicking, kicking at sports, participating in kickball or, you know, dodgeball. Do you guys do dodgeball? Uh, no, we haven't done dodgeball. Oh, yet. No. God. <laughs> I would fly to Atlanta right now if you guys do dodgeball. <laughs> maybe not with my broken leg, but of that, it, I love that. I love that. Yeah, dodgeball's pretty probably fun. Probably BB liabilities there, I'm sure. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the reason why we don't really do dodgeball, just because people, I've seen how crazy dodgeball can get. <laughs> and like when we play in kickball, we try to get people to stay away from like the head and the legs because we don't want sure. them like kind of falling and hurting, hurting themselves. So dodgeball can get pretty crazy, but it's, personally, it's one of my favorite games because oh I'm amazing. pretty good at dodging but, and jumping. But imagine like in the spinning. corporate in the corporate environment, like people that can't stand <laughs> each other. That would be brutal. Like each other would have be. a nightmare with that. <laughs> Oh, it was an accident. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to decapitate you. <laughs> yeah. And then next day they're going to be like, you try to hit me with a dodgeball. I remember yes. that. Or what was the hostility? Where did hostility come from? <laughs> exactly. Like someone doesn't get a raise because of a dodgeball game at, at Atlantis is kicking, kicking its sports. <laughs> so funny. But um, any examples of people that you've seen that have made tr- like a transformation during the day mm-hmm. while attending your camp? Yeah, definitely. A lot of people um definitely have that transformation so they kind of start off kind of slow and really not too engaged and then as you see like the camaraderie behind the teams and people getting out on the field you start seeing a lot of people smiling that's one of our for me one of my main goals is get some people like laughing and having fun and smiling that's a i think a smile is one of the best indicators of them having fun so just trying to get those people like excited jumping around high-fiving each other um doing those little um handshakes that you see on tv like lebron james and stuff like that they just they come up with the craziest things so um it's also it's very exciting to see that transformation from being kind of like introverted doing at the beginning of the event because it may not know as many people and then you start getting on assigned to your team and then you meet those people and then you have them cheering you on um you have people um high-fiving each other after great plays and scoring and it's a Jealous people having fun, great time. So, and yeah, and you like you mentioned, there's a lot of mental health benefits from exercise. Um, a lot of science behind it, and it's definitely another thing that we find important. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. But you're right, and I and I do you remember the show? It was called like Average Joe's. It, there would be athletes that were former athletes, yeah, and yep. then they would go against that show. Yeah, yeah. I noticed Joe like, Joe versus pro. I think Joe versus pro. Yeah, Average Joe's versus pros. That was a really great <laughs> show. Um, I I think like yeah. as I looked at your website, I noticed that one guy had said they call me the Randy Moss. They call me the Randy Moss on this field. So you could just yeah. tell he was so excited um, yeah. about that. And I was on the same team as Randy Moss. So I picked up on that right away. Um, <laughs> but you probably empower people that maybe feel like an old dad bot or something like that. You know how yeah, Will exactly. Smith came on and 
showed his dad bod. And I mm-hmm. think, and there's even one podcast that the guys, there's three tr- personal trainers and it, mind pump, and they have a whole segment mm-hmm. on dad bods and how wow. they can help that. Because I do feel as if, you know, I, I do feel like sometimes women tend to take better care of themselves because mm-hmm. we're more image oriented. And then yep. you can, and then sometimes the husbands get like fall far behind. And I don't, I'm not meaning to stereotype males versus yeah. females at all, but, but since the dad bod thing came true, came mm-hmm. through, and even with the rise of father's day, that's coming up, that might yep. be something kind of fun of like, get rid of the dad bod camp. And then that <laughs> you know you guys can serve like really fun drinks or something like that. And yeah. Go through some physical activity and play play football. And you and you did say it's not tackle; it's just touch football, correct? Yeah, it's definitely not tackle; it's just touch football. So you know, two hand touch, and then you you stop play, and then we start um, after that. So it's pretty um, just like the backyard games. I know some kids I know play tackle growing up. I was not one of those kids. I did not like playing tackle. Oh really? I just like doing two hand touch. Um, yeah. I play like uh, football in middle school, like you know, equipment football, but. Sure. Um, outside of that, I just like playing touch football. So we definitely, we also have girls playing with us too. So awesome. um, touch football is definitely the most, I think, safest way to play. Absolutely. Um, so that you're, is our You're go-to. probably smart with liability because my ex-boyfriend, who's an NFL player, mm-hmm. uh, a former NFL player, put on a camp in LA and yep. they, he had gone from tackle to, to flag. And I yep. also said, do you have liability waivers? And he's like, no. I'm like, you have to have liability waivers no matter what happens because these kids are under 18. But yep. I think you're also smart because the controversial concussion, I mean, even with soccer, I, I, yeah. I mean, we hate to be like wimpy in this day and age because they mm-hmm. always did it before, but they didn't have the technology. And as we know, ALS, Alzheimer's, these concussions can be really bad and exactly. often go ignored. So I think you're smart to just stick with that. Why, yep. why touch versus um, flag? What was Yeah, flag. Black football works pretty well too. Um, we just haven't got into that phase. We just started off with um, touch football, so no, no real big reason um, by not flag football. But I think we're looking to um, get some of those flags out there, and then looking for people to play that. I think it's a little bit harder. It takes like more um, coordination to pull a flag. I know I played flag football for I think about three years in college in IM sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it does take like the extra coordination that maybe not everyone has. So kind of the to keep everyone level, just uh, stick with uh, touch football for right now. Um, I think it's the easiest way to play. And then um, people are kind of, it's easier to get two hands on you than to grab a flag that's super moving. Um, so right now that's one of the reasons why we focus on two hand touch. That's great. And I also mm-hmm. think you could really do a, um, like a mommy, like, you know, those mommy and me type of camps where women yep. get together and then like, there's like, you, you see strollers and then they're running with the strollers and all the different physical activities they can do because I, in mental depression and mental health, I've seen a lot of women, especially during the pandemic, have a lot of post, post, post pandemic stress and also postpartum stress where they had yeah. a baby and then they're isolated because there were a ton of pregnancies during, during COVID. Cause it's like, yeah. why not? We've got nothing better <laughs> else better to do. And that's a fun activity. So there was a that lot of funny. pregnancies. Um, and that might be, so I think there was, there was a big baby boom after that. So maybe that yeah. would be a good thing also, because um, I, I do have a friend that had a baby and she's like, I'm struggling with my weight and this is not cool. And I want to get my back to my body. And she's gotten very depressed and I don't have kids. I don't know what it's like. I, I, I choose not to have kids. I've never wanted them. And I'm mm-hmm. certainly not going to judge, but I do have friends that are going through this. So that might be yeah. another, another great thing um, to have. 
Yeah, I know. Um, I think Mother's Day is in like May, so I think May is a pretty hot spot um, yeah. to have like those are our outdoor events. So I think that'd be a pretty good idea to have uh, maybe a week before Mother's Day, like a mummy and kid day or a mummy and daughter, mummy and son type event. Sure. We get you can create um, events. I mean, Hallmark does. They, exactly. you know, there's like there's like cupcake day and donut day. <laughs> you can have kicking it sports day. You can yep. do whatever you want. You and you can make up events and you know you you've got your great event planner. I'm sure the mm-hmm. two of you can creatively come up with some really cool things. And yep. also, again, I feel like hitting those corporate corporations with the health and wellness groups and the HR groups. I mean, you could have, let's just say Coca-Cola has a new launch of a new product. You could have the mango. Cause I know Pepsi came out with a mango. Maybe mm-hmm. Coca-Cola is going to come out with an, a guava or a guava or something <laughs> like that. And you could have a day like that. And I mean, you, you can pick and choose holidays and make up some holiday just to, yep. just to increase your own business. And you're not being greedy or anything or capitalistic because you really have a wonderful um, platform from which to sell. Yeah, your, I think it's a great platform to have for sure. And then we can do it dozens and dozens of ways. So we have been looking for different themes um, to kind of like make it more fun to kind of yeah. bring extra people there. Um, so a theme oriented events has definitely been something we've been playing around with in the past couple of years. And you've been coming up with some pretty good ideas. And I'm going to have to get you to join the team or be like our consultant or well, something like that to come up with. Contact some. me anytime. I mean, <laughs> I, I consider you a friend and you're a friend of Tracy's and you're a friend mm-hmm. of mine. So I know I, I want to be a forever resource for you. And I really believe in what you're doing. And I think it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Also, I think that like I live in LA, you and I live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We as actors get very irritated with you Atlanteans because all the, there's so much film and television down there. And a lot it of is. film and television is moving down. I mean, look at Tyler Perry's complexes. I mean, yes. come on, you've got, yep. you've got the Mecca. And these actors also want to stay in shape. So you could have a Tyler Perry day where you've got every single one of his shows. Um, and then he's also very spiritual. You could have mm-hmm. some speaker talk about mental health and that could be all Tyler Perry driven. I mean, you've got, you've got, and I think that if you were to contact him or any of his people, um, he would help. I believe that he would, you know, be very, very helpful to you in your business. Yeah, Tyler Perry Studios isn't too far from where I live. I think it's like maybe two or three exits away. I've actually been on the campus um, one time before. A fun story: they was filming, I think, Wild and Out, the Nick Cannon show, MTV show, yeah. on his um, campus. So I was able to like check it out one of the studios, and it was pretty fun. So um, he's been doing a lot of uh, business down here, definitely. Um, and even one of my roommates, um, he works in like the film industry so he's been acting on some of uh, Tyler Perry Studios sure. um, set so yeah use those connections yes and, and, and <laughs> use, use me as a resource always for the rest for the rest of time you can contact me any time of day um, mm-hmm. and also just a few more questions what is your what is your because you, you're very athletic you've always have been and you, and you mm-hmm. seem very mentally stable and healthy and help other people what are mm-hmm. your own regimens just to keep so like tight and right as we say uh yeah so um I guess like just starting from college days I always try to like uh, be active so I love playing like basketball football and baseball with friends so um I joined like two or three uh, leagues every year um softball kickball I think I'm out doing an ultimate frisbee league uh next next week actually so I'm I don't think they even have dodgeball leagues I'm gonna look into that too to see um but, but yes, yeah, so I, I like to do sports. So of course, exercising. Um, I started yoga back in 2018. So um, I've been doing yoga on, on and off for a few years. During the pandemic, I haven't done it as much, but 
Um, once the restrictions started lifting, I started going back to yoga, taking classes. Um, so I love doing that. Um, I love like reading um, different books about um, successful entrepreneurs and like about business. So um, trying to keep that knowledge and keep my mind growing on that. And I'm, I'm a pretty chill person. Um, because I was like, like I said, I had so much energy growing up. I think I probably exhausted all my um, energy. <laughs> um, but now I'm pretty chill, pretty relaxed. Um, I just like enjoying having fun and spending time with family okay. and friends. So I think those are my top uh, ways to kind of keep my regimen to kind of keep I feel like you have stable. managed managed energy because I'm, I'm like you. I'm like in almost like really ADHD. And yeah. that's why this injury is like really or hurt me. And I remember mm-hmm. when I was working in corporate America in New York while I was modeling, someone sat me down and she goes, you need to manage the energy. We're going to call it managed energy. And she kept closing her eyes and like emphasizing <laughs> it. I'm like, I was so irritated because I'm like, what do you mean managed energy? So you kind of have managed energy. She would be yeah. very proud of you. She's not proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And, and did you have any cheat foods that you love, indulged in during the pandemic? What was your favorite cheat food? Um, I love chocolate. So chocolate is definitely something I'm always eating. Ice cream, candy bars. Mm-hmm. Um I ate a lot of like chicken nuggets during the pandemic. So Chick-fil-A I like going chicken like nuggets? Chick-fil-A, Zaxby's. We have Zaxby's down here. I think Zaxby's was founded in Georgia. I don't think I do you have Zaxby's in um California? I don't think so. No. I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. Zaxby's was founded here in Georgia. So uh, Chick-fil-A and Zaxby's are my one of my two favorite chicken restaurants. And sure. then also like Wendy's. So a lot of fast food going out during the pandemic myself. I'm guilty of it myself as well, but starting to cook more um add salads to those side plates and vegetables of course so um i would definitely say chicken all chicken with like hot wings yeah. and cheap food there and are like amazing candy. anabolic recipes for both the chicken nuggets all the chicken mm-hmm. things, like cheat hacks with proteins and things like that and yep. what kind of chocolate are you like more milk chocolate or dark chocolate i'm more milk chocolate for sure me too me too yeah i love the i milk know dark chocolate's stuff. better for you but it's like it's yeah better, and i'm like oh. doesn't taste the same no. I try not to eat chocolate. I know I go weeks without eating chocolate and then I see it and I'm like, let me try one piece. I try to stay away from it too much. Um, so I try to keep um, a balanced diet as much as possible for sure. Sure. And again, you don't need to worry because it's all, it's all surplus and deficit. And if you're working it off, you should be able mm-hmm. to indulge. Yep. And, yeah, that's, exactly. and that's, you're kind of like the walking um, advertisement for that. So Alandis, <laughs> how can we support you um, via social media and mm-hmm. if someone were to, in the Atlanta area and wanted mm-hmm. to have an event, how would they contact you? So let please let us know all the advertising around why we're doing this. Uh, yeah, so uh, you can follow us on Instagram as kicking it sports underscore um, and kicking it is K-I-C-K-I-N-G-I-T-S-P-O-R-T-S underscore. Um, mostly we're on Instagram, of course, we're on Facebook, um, the facebook.com slash sports. Um, and also we have, uh, I've been playing around with TikTok a little bit. It's the same as our Instagram, kicking in sports underscore. Um, and then we have a website, www.thekickingsports.com. And then also if you want to reach out to me in various uh, ways, you email me, um, contact me. We can add, I can send you all that and to add to the show notes. And then we can, if, they, if we have, an, we have events, about four events per year. I'm looking to probably do more than that in the future. But right now we have our second event of this year coming next week on June 19th. So if you're um, listening and you're from Atlanta or you live in Atlanta or going to be in town for the weekend, come check us out. It's going to be a free event because it's just like Father's Day celebration. So this event is going to be free. We're partnering with with, um, 
Fit Formation, um, their local organization, similar to our organization here in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, just they pro promote like physical activity, fun. They actually play dodgeball. So um, they told me about that. So I was like, maybe we could get some dodgeball. <laughs> just don't want nobody <laughs> get hit in the head with the ball. I just punched myself in the face. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> so um, just, yeah, just be, look, be ready to look out for that. And I'm looking to slate our next event in September. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. Um, and then probably one more in November before the end of the year. Um, and then playing, out, playing that round with some like night night games. I think night games would be super fun. Um, so I'm looking to find out ways that we can host a night event. We have like a live DJ, live music, um, have that food and going on. And because the summertime in Atlanta gets pretty hot. So. Yeah, I was gonna say the night games are perfect for cooling down. Exactly. So that's why I, I try to stay away from like um, July events because it's like so hot in Worst, July. Yeah. But um, I want to do a night event in July one of these days soon. So we'll see how that goes. So cool. And and one more tip. I feel as if you could really hit the um, the flight attendants and the pilots coming in uh -huh. and out of the hub because uh -huh. that's a huge airport. I mean, Atlanta is one of the biggest in the country. Yeah, it is. And, um, I feel like I don't know how far you are from the airport, but what a uh -huh. cool thing that would be because I'm sure there's a lot of athletic people that are on the airlines pilots also you could do like a just to come just to come and just work out I mean besides the hotels they've yeah. been in the cockpit the whole time the flight attendants have been in the back dealing with bs drama with yeah. travelers and it's more stressful on those flights than ever before you know people are violent speaking of yeah. dodgeball that's like straight up on the planes right now <laughs> and um that could be another area where they could really come and partake and just, you know, relieve some stress outdoors and then go mm -hmm. back. I mean, there could even be like a shuttle service from the hotels and you could partner with them. I mean, again, yeah. like you said, the sky's a limit. And I'm very excited for you. And I want you to always, please, please reach out to me for a resource. Mm -hmm. um, I seem to have good ideas for other people, but never for myself. <laughs> or That's I usually do. how it works. I know. <laughs> and, and, and you talked about your mental health or your books where you talk, where you talk about entrepreneurs. I'm just about mm -hmm. to go pick up Atomic Habits. I just ordered that and I'm going to go okay. down and Get yeah, I've heard about Tommy Habits before. I might have um, picked that one up myself. Really good, and it's it's more of a of, of a build up with, with habits. Like, mm -hmm. like I'm I mean I'm, I'm working on some side projects, and it's like it's on my to do list every single day. I'm like, if you just and they said if you just do a tiny bit of that every day, you chop away at it as opposed yep. to oh it's on my to do list. Well, that's gonna go on my on tomorrow's to do list. I just want to check something off. Well, you're not yeah. gonna get anything accomplished if you if you do that. So yep. yeah, I recommend. I mean, I've rec. People have recommended it to me. So, yeah, that might be a good one. Yeah, it sounds like a similar book I've read called The Slight Edge. I forgot who it was by, but um, it talks about kind of like taking, you know, how you have to bite elephant one piece at a time. So um, kind of like taking those small activities and doing it daily versus trying to do it wow. once a month or like once a year or once every six months. So just talking about doing like daily or weekly activities towards your goals. And then you kind of, it just begins to compound after that and then you become able to reach your goals. Hopefully if, um, an avalanche of success. Exactly. <laughs> managed energy, you and I. <laughs> um, it, it's called it's called the slight edge. Yep, the slight edge. And I just, I congratulate you on everything you've done. You've never once rested on your laurels. And we really appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much for spending this 45 minutes ish or hour of time with me, and I really appreciate it. I know Tracy connected me, and you were able to we were able to get connected pretty quickly um, after that. So I really appreciate you taking the time, and I'll have a great time speaking with you. And it's been a super pleasure on working with you, and I hope to work with you again in the future. And that was Alandis Miller of Kicking It Sports in Hot Atlanta, Georgia. 
with his first big event of the summer coming up on June 19th. You can check out all of the notes in the podcast below. We appreciate you for listening, and please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Ann McDaniels or at Ann McDaniels Actress. And I will see you next time on So Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.